welcome back Pacers. This is the Pacers Talk Podcast. I'm Jacob and I'm here with the women's lacrosse head coach. I'm my name's Coach Tim Prisky. I am initially from Detroit, Michigan. Been coaching for about ten years now and just started here at Peace mid July. So I'm in my first year here at Peace. Well welcome to Peace. Thanks for coming to just the great school of Peace. Thank you. Happy to be here. Yes, sir. So what made you wanna kinda start coaching? Well, I have played sports my entire life, and kind of my dad has always helped out with some of my teams growing up, so it kind of always was in the back of my mind, maybe coaching my kids one day, and then I had a high school coach who was very influential in my decision in pursuing lacrosse in college, kind of shared a lot of his passion uh, for the sport, and then when I got to college, I met a coach my freshman year. Uh, throughout the recruiting process and everything, and then he was my coach my freshman year, um, who shared a lot of passion and intensity for the sport. And uh, actually, sadly, he passed away my sophomore year. Um, and kind of going through that experience is really what led me to want to pursue coaching, kind of more or less in honor of him. And there's actually a lot of us from that team that are in coaching, whether it be at the high school level, the club level, or the college level. Um, So I had an opportunity. I I went home, and I was coaching with my high school and our sister school. I went to an all-boy Catholic high school. So I was uh, coaching the goalies there, and I was the head JV girls lacrosse coach at our sister school. Um, my My first year out of college, and then my buddy who was coaching at Teal College uh, had an opening and asked me to join him on his staff. So that's kind of where I started back in 2011. Okay. Well, sorry to hear about your coach. Appreciate that. Yeah. But uh, glad glad to have you here coaching at Peace. So you said you played the cross uh, when you were in high school and college? Yeah. So my older brother, who was three years ahead of me in school, played lacrosse his freshman year of high school. And I grew up playing hockey and baseball. And then was introduced when he was a freshman, so I was in fifth grade, um, and kind of took a big interest in that, and obviously hockey and lacrosse, they kind of cross over a lot. Uh, you see, especially from where I grew up in Michigan, you see a lot of hockey players kind of make that transition to lacrosse in high school, so I was able to play both sports throughout high school, and then had uh, some opportunities to continue on playing college, so I played four years of college uh, at Wheeling Jesuit University, about 40 minutes off of Pittsburgh. Oh, okay. That's good to hear. So that, that like you said earlier, because of your coach, you decided to keep coaching for lacrosse after after college. Correct. So is there a reason you decided to coach women's lacrosse over men's lacrosse? Well, I think we continue to develop and progress and, and transition with our careers from our experiences, right? So for me, I had an opportunity. I, after about four years of coaching on the men's side, I had an opportunity to pursue a more or less an academic advisor. My title was life life skills coordinator at Alfred University out in New York, and I had the opportunity to work with the entire athletic department, so both male and female student athletes. Um, in a different capacity, I, on the field, I was an assistant men's coach, but I kind of helped out with their women's coach. I helped out with our women's program at Teal because that's where I started as the men's assistant there. 
2011, so I spent two years there and helped out with their women's program, training their goalies, helped them with uh, some clearing, um, execution stuff, X's and O's wise, and, and worked with some of the individuals on the team. Um, and then getting to work a little bit closely with more female student athletes when I was at Alfred University just kind of led me to pursuing uh, the opportunity at Teal. When the women's job opened up at Teal, already having coached there, knowing a lot of the staff, uh, knowing some of the players on the team, um, and, and kind of the goods and not so goods that come with uh, certain programs, I just felt like it was a good transition, a, a good spot to make that transition. Um, I think girls lacrosse now is a lot more similar to, to men's than it was back then. Um, but I appreciate the skill sets that it requires on the girls' side. Um, and, and it really kind of translates a lot to basketball, um, which I love college basketball. Uh, the last 10 years of, of coaching lacrosse, I've always gone to all the college basketball games as well. So um, just kind of like the, the skill sets in the different schemes and, and things of that nature. So for those who don't really know too much about lacrosse, can you kind of break it down for like a kind of simple level? So as far as women's lacrosse goes, there's 12 players on the field. There are 11 field players and one goalie. So you more or less uh, full field set. You can kind of think of it similar to like a soccer type of sport um, as far as kind of attackers, midfielders, defenders. Um, it kind of relates to that a little bit. Um, it's more like, obviously, compared to the guys, as far as on sides, all sides, there's a certain line that you can't pass. There just has to be an X number of players. You know, there has to be four defenders and a goalie in your defensive end, or two-thirds, and there always has to be four players in your offensive two-thirds. Um, so there is a full field aspect to the game, uh, transition and all that, but very much of our game is played in a half field setting, and that half field setting is seven on seven field players with obviously the goalie who's in their defensive end. Um, and, yeah, it's there's two goals, there's two goalies, and – the team that scores more than the other wins the game. Um, there's obviously some schemes uh, as far as scheming goes. It's very close to, like, basketball. It has, as I had mentioned, um, two-man games, on-ball picks, off-ball picks, you know, clear space, push the gap, and, and cut from from opposite. Um, it's It can be simplified. I also know that... um. Unlike other sports, you actually can you actually can run behind the goal and across, correct? Yeah, so li like hockey, that y you can go behind the goal in hockey. Um, same with lacrosse. You can you have, depending on men's or women's, you have five to ten yards b behind the goal that um, it is not out of bounds. Um, and that's, I love to go down low and attack from behind the goal. Um, because you have to get the goalie to turn around, you have to get the defense turning around. Um, so it really is a strategy um, that I use is attacking from behind. 
So also, I know there are definitely also some differences between like the men and women. So, like, what are some of those differences? Uh, the main difference is obviously the equipment that is worn. Uh, the men's game, um, you know, you're fully padded up. You have helmet, you have elbow pads, you have gloves, um, uh, uh, shoulder pads, all that. Um, you can check, you can hit each other in the arm, you can body check, you can do all those things. Uh, you can shoot basically from anywhere. There's no real rules against uh, any type of shooting around a defender, hitting them with a stick, maybe on a follow-through, stuff like that. Um, whereas women, you don't wear any equipment. You're basically only wearing goggles to protect your eyes. You're, you have a mouth guard in, and you're playing with a stick, and you're probably wearing cleats or turf shoes. And that's basically the extent of equipment in the women's game. Um, you can wear gloves. They're optional. You don't have to. A lot of girls typically wear more on rainy days or cold days, and the gloves are basically like a, a softball batting glove. It's not like a men's lacrosse glove. You cannot wear those on the field. Um, so with those differences, the rest of the rule book is kind of written around that. So like women's lacrosse, there's a lot of different rules to protect uh, the defense um, from not getting hit with the ball on a shot, stuff like that. So there's rules kind of against the offense on what they can do when they're attacking the goal. There's rules against the defense on what they can do when the offense is trying to attack the goal uh, to keep everybody safe but not slow down the game. Um, some of the other differences, like a, a women's game, the, the game and after each goal, the game of place begins with a draw. And the ball is actually in the air between the two players' sticks. And they try and flick it up in the air. And the ball has to go above the top of their heads. And that's how the play starts. Whereas the men's game, the start of game play, begins with the ball on the ground. And two guys with the ball between their sticks and they're fighting it out on, on the ground. So that's kind of a somewhat a significant difference for, for the start of game play. Um, and then everything else, you, you know, there's been a lot of rule changes the, the last few years. Uh, both uh, men's and women now both have shot clocks in the last couple of years. Um, those are very similar rules on, on those. Um, the women's uh, game has really kind of transitioned to pick up the pace of play. It used to be two 30-minute halves, 60-minute game. Uh, where the men has always traditionally been 15-minute quarters, and now the women, this is the first year we're going to see 15-minute quarters in the women's game as well. Yes, sir. So, also, I know you said that um, the women will wear gloves for their sticks. Are there any differences in the lacrosse sticks between men and women? Yes, good question. So, men's sticks are typically deeper in pocket because you can check each other in the stick. It's much easier or, or more difficult, I should say, to keep the ball in your stick as far as the defense being able to do a lot more to try to dislodge the ball from your stick. Um, so the men's stick, the rule, more or less, is the ball can be, is the pocket can be as deep as you want, but you cannot see daylight between the top of the ball and the bottom of the plastic of the stick. So that gives you a, a good bit of leeway to, to create a nice deep pocket to, to hang on to that ball. Um, the women's is almost the opposite to where the plastic on a women's stick is a little bit thinner, but 
the, you cannot see. You basically have to see the top of the ball above the plastic of the lens. It is kind of how that goes. And, and there's measurements that are very, very similar in, in the two um, as far as short sticks for guys compared to the one size stick of your Puma lens game. Um, but that's the major difference is the deep depth of the pocket. Mm-hmm. So it kind of sounds like lacrosse is definitely an interesting sport to like come and watch. Like People should really like show up and support. Absolutely, yeah. I think it's it's definitely growing as far as popularity goes. You you can turn the TV on in February, March, April. You're going to see a lot of lacrosse on on the ACC channel, the Big Ten Network, all, all that stuff. Um, the those games are definitely getting more publicized not now and getting a lot more TV exposure. Um, I would say try to enjoy the game, <laughs> try to enjoy the game flow, try to compare it to what you're used to, to, to what your athletic background is, whether it be soccer, basketball, hockey. Um, I think it's very relatable to any of those sports. You know, I've coached at, at a school where we had new players to, the, to our team every single year that never played lacrosse. And just about any sport, you can relate lacrosse to that to help them understand what they're trying to accomplish, whether it be sports I mentioned or even volleyball or softball um, try to not understand the rules try to not understand what the refs are what, why they're blowing the whistle what they're calling um, because that's it's going to be confusing if you do that um, just try to enjoy the game flow and the more you watch it the more you'll kind of see some of the things and the rules will start to make sense it, it, the more you get to watch it yes sir so what um so where do you normally see a majority of the newer players coming from? Do they normally come from, like, hockey or volleyball? I, I would say it's been a good variety for me. I, I had soccer players join us, volleyball girls join us, softball girls, if they no longer choose to play softball. Because we're in the same season as softball, I, I get less of them. Uh, basketball crossover. Um, I, I would say those are the majority ones. So there's so there's no real there's no real like stopping a a certain ath- sport athlete from coming in joining the cross. No, absolutely not. And this is the time to do it. Uh, if you do have any interest in joining an athletic team here at Peace, um, we had 12 players go through fall ball, and that's only one lineup. You know, we have 22 jerseys available, so we're definitely still looking for for a few players and anybody who's interested in just coming out and working hard and giving it a shot, trying to be a good teammate. Uh, more than welcome to, to have you for a tryout when, when we start back up in January. And I know you're speaking mostly on the women's, but I know the men also would love to love to see people come out and support. Yeah, absolutely. The, the men, um, you know, same situation as far as having a newer coach. So um, the culture is going to hopefully be uh, a positive influence on the athletic department and, and the whole community here at, at William Peace and I think both of us um, are very excited for the, for the bright future and we have we both have young groups of people that hopefully will stay in, in the programs for the next few years so uh, excited to uh, to hopefully see some good support here at Wake Med uh, for our home games come this spring yes sir yes sir so y'all heard him Come out, support. If you want to come join the cross, come try out. You can contact Coach Prisky. You can find his email on the 
athletic website, or you can even contact Coach Price if you are a male athlete and would like to join men's lacrosse. But their home games will be at Wake Med Soccer Park. Keep an eye out for those when spring rolls around. Uh, thank you for joining me, Coach. Thanks for having me, Jacob. I appreciate it. Yes, sir. Thank you.